Hi everyone, I am back with another episode. I think this one is going to be a wild card um, because I kind of sat down with a very rough idea what I want to talk about, but it's uh, I don't have an actual plan or structure. So we'll see how this goes. <laughs> and at the end of the episode, I'm going to answer a couple of questions. I did a little um, question poll in my Instagram story to see if anybody had questions about stripping or anything that you ever were curious about, um, about the industry, or even um, for people who might be thinking about joining the industry and want advice. Um, I have my kitty cat on my lap right now. Um, so you might hear him purr in the background. <laughs> I also have my washing machine running, so that might be a background sound. Um, but I think we're good. Um, yeah, so I kind of wanted to continue this topic of self-worth because it's such an important and deep topic and there's so much to talk about. Um, and... I feel like with my last episode, I barely scratched the surface um, because I, I mean, I kind of just wanted to give an overview of my journey towards self-worth. But in this episode, I think I want to talk a little bit more about what it means to know who you are and to accept and embrace who you are and the challenges that comes with Um because when I reflect on who I am today, it's pretty freaking wild. And if you had, if I had asked my myself two, three years ago, even who I was or who I was becoming, I would have never thought that this is who I was becoming. And it's it's an interesting thing to think about. I always felt like I am discovering myself um, day by day and I don't even know who I'm becoming um, and it's kind of slowly unfolding for me as well. You know, it's a journey for me um, and I feel like I feel like I am at the same time creating myself and discovering myself every day and it's not set in stone and it's almost like, um, how do I say this? It's almost like part of it is not in my control. Like I feel like I was born with a certain potential that was co-created, you know, through spirit, God, whatever higher power you believe in or, or don't believe in you know this is like my my opinion um but I feel like I am discovering myself day by day and as the years go by and I look at who I've become and how I've changed I am surprised I am shocked myself at how much I'm changed how much I've changed and who I'm becoming like it's it's pretty wild and I honestly would have never thought that one day I would be a dancer and, and a stripper and like a, a, a sexy person like that. I never thought that that's the direction I was headed. And, and sometimes, you know, I still look at myself from kind of an outside perspective and I'm and I wonder is this who I really am or or I question myself um, and I question my authenticity but um overall so I want to I want to emphasize that I think that's normal and even even when you are on the right path and you are embracing your authentic self, I think it's normal to have those moments of doubt and questioning. I want to kind of spread the idea that it's normal to have insecurities and doubt even 
even when you are in a very confident, healthy, wholesome state, um, the journey is not linear. And I think it's okay to accept those moments of insecurity and doubt. Um, But overall, I definitely feel like in the past year, I've really started to accept who I am. So I kind of feel like there are different stages to becoming your authentic self. And it starts with knowing who you are. So part of that, I think, is discovering who you are because you know this for example this sensual um sexy side of me i feel like i have discovered that side of me throughout the past couple years and the second step i feel like is accepting who you are because Knowing who you are and like discovering that is one part, but then accepting and embracing that is another thing in itself. Um, And for me, that was really hard because it's, I don't know, like I said, I never would have thought that I would embrace my sexuality this much. And I definitely struggled with embracing and accepting that at first because you get you do get a lot of judgment um as a I I feel like being a sexy confident woman you do get a lot of kind of judgment and people jump to certain conclusions um that are not necessarily true about who I am for example you know if you put yourself out there um, as a sexy person and you dance sexy and you and you embrace that, you know, people assume that I'm really, that I have a high sex drive or that I love to sleep around or that I, um, which are all not like, not shameful things at all. Like if that was true, that is totally... Um, not to judge or shame but they're not necessarily true about me Um, or you know that I am attention seeking because I present myself in a sexy way like that I must love attention Um, and again that's not not necessarily true I mean I do love showing myself and showing who I am Um, and shining my light but I I don't feel like I'm a person that seeks to be the center of attention all the time Um, so these are just like a few examples Um, or you know I feel like there's a certain judgment of um, I must be kind of mean or like a mean girl you know or um I must be snobby or like have really high standards and um and these are certain things that I I sense um sometimes coming from other people um like certain judgments that I sense and I think it's been a journey for me to accept and embrace who I am regardless of how other people might misunderstand me and not allowing people's judgments and and you know misjudgments um to affect how I feel about myself and in order to get to that place I feel like I really had to work on being secure in who I am like really knowing who I am and if you dig deeper into that really knowing that I'm a good person and that I have a pure heart and that I lead my life with love and that I love myself first and foremost toughest part of the journey (laughs) to 
learn to lead with self-love, um, forgive myself for all the things that I might regret or um, be ashamed of, things of my past, um, etc. And, and love myself regardless. And realize that I love myself not because of the things that I do or the things I accomplish or the things that make me, not even the things that make me unique, but I love myself on a much deeper, more fundamental level. I love myself because I am love and I was created to love and I am on this planet to love, to love others, to lead with love, to love what I do, to inspire others to love themselves, to inspire others to love what they do and do what they love. Um, so that I think was the is the fundamental um, part of of this self love self esteem journey, um, and I feel like that as a result of of getting to that place where i really know who i am and i have faced my demons and i have conquered my fears um and i have learned to love all parts of me even the parts that i don't like or that i'm ashamed of um and from there because from there now i feel like other people's judgment of me can't face me as much anymore because it doesn't matter ultimately it doesn't matter because the ultimate truth is that i love myself and that i am love and that i lead with love and that's all that matters and i think that's really hard to wrap your mind around because we we do care about other people. We are social beings and it's normal and it's good to a certain extent to care about what others think of you and, and to care about people's um, about people loving you and accepting you and we all want that to a certain degree. But I think one really big lesson of growing up for me was to understand that not everyone's gonna like me and because I used to also think that if you're a good person and if you lead with kindness that everyone's gonna like you because how could they not you are a kind loving person right but actually I learned quite quickly that that's not the case you can be the most kindest um, polite gentle compassionate human being and there's still going to be people that don't like you simply because y'all don't jive together and you don't you know what i mean and and there could be a million reasons why but it doesn't matter um all that matters is that you like who you are and you know who you are and I think I used to let that affect me um, and I used to let other people's judgment um, affect how I feel about myself and I would question my, my worth and question myself as a result of it and I would be like, you know, maybe I am not a good person because this person clearly doesn't like me or this person has a problem with me is triggered by me whatever it may be this person is trying to put me down maybe i am maybe there is something wrong with me you know maybe they have a good reason for it and and that is um such a slippery slope and it's so important to always remember who you are and always remember that you deserve unconditional love from yourself regardless of how many times you fuck up regardless of anything at the end of the day you deserve to love yourself unconditionally and when you start there i think 
you realize that you deserve the same kind of love from other people and you know the people that can't give you that can't love you that can't um show up in your life with love um they don't deserve to be in your life and that's okay there's also like no hard feelings nobody owes anyone anything and i've had in my still young years like i'm still in my 20s but i've had so many relationships fall out in my life relationships with friends family uh, co-workers acquaintances whatever it may be but i've had so many relationships end because our paths were not aligned anymore and oftentimes because um the other person didn't um didn't feel my energy like didn't vibe with my energy anymore and i i think through all of these deaths like through all of these little deaths of relationships i had to learn that that doesn't mean anything about my value and it's just a natural part of life and i had to get comfortable or or become more okay with polarizing people or not being the you know not being everyone's it's it's kind of this people pleasing part of me that had to die like i can't please everyone i can't mold myself in a way that makes everybody happy if i if i am true to myself i'm gonna i'm gonna disappoint other people like there's inevitably gonna be other people that don't that disagree with me but if i try to change my who i am and not be authentic to myself in order to please others that's that's a dead end like that's a road that it's impossible it's impossible to do and at the end of the day you're compromising on your authenticity and you're co compromising on anything authentic in your life how can you have authentic relationships if you're just trying to please others and if you're just trying to show up to for the other person i hope this is making sense but um i i really feel like this was such a crucial part in becoming empowered i had to learn to be okay with not everyone liking me and i have to be okay with the fact that i am out there and i'm putting myself out there in a very in my very unique way and not everyone's gonna jive with that straight up like um and i know that now and i think i have i'm still working on it i i like want to normalize the fact that even people who are confident and who are ahead in their journey still have issues like i feel like we never truly get to a point where we're like yep i'm set like i'm invincible that's just part of being human we're always gonna struggle um with something but i think for the most part i've learned to make peace with the fact that i'd rather be myself and not everyone will accept that than not be myself and and waste my life away trying to please others um okay my washer is getting really loud now so i apologize for that background noise but yeah i think that especially in the age of 
social media in today's age where we're really putting ourselves out there so much and I think especially in this day and age where so many people have access to um, how we express ourselves and who we are and you know we can we can um, share our opinions share parts of ourselves so openly on the internet um, which which is a blessing in 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 many ways right we um it is it is beautiful to be able to express yourself to a wide audience through this crazy phenomenon of the internet (laughs) um but i think especially nowadays it's so important to keep that in mind because it's so easy easy to slip into this fear of being rejected by others i think especially also with cancel culture and like such a slippery slope these days that i feel like anything that you say can be misinterpreted and it's so you can be so quick to be yeah canceled um and things like that but even in day-to-day life i think the way we show up in the world um it's so important to stay centered in who you are and and not allow any fear um, of being judged to affect how you show up in the world. And I do feel like um, this is especially relevant um, for women because not only, yes, do we have like, we tend to have more people-pleasing um, tendencies that are instilled in us from really young age because I think culturally like girls are oftentimes raised to um please others like if if I talk if I think about the way I was raised I was definitely told from a really young age to to be quiet to not um to not upset anyone you know if i had like anger especially my anger would always get shut down by my parents um especially my mom um and i was always being i was always told to be quiet shut up um don't don't disturb the the peace um be a peacekeeper be you know put your head down be um be accepting and loving of other people's emotions but don't Um, intrude with your own and so I really struggled to and I I think I talked about this in the last episode I really struggled to learn how to express my anger healthily Um, and it all kind of came out in one horrifying day (laughs) Um, and I'm still working on How can I assert myself? How can I stand my ground um, in a healthy way? How can I set boundaries in a healthy way? I feel like women are not encouraged enough to, to set boundaries for themselves because the way that we're raised culturally, um, you know, I think across, across the board in, in all different cultures, I think there's a general notion that females are raised to mm, be more the caregivers and the nurturing and the open and the kind um, energy and that we're more encouraged to be accepting of everyone else um, but not so much encouraged to to know what we want and set boundaries around that and stand our ground and and fight back and and assert ourselves so um all of that i think is a crucial part um and it's it's a journey it's been a journey for me so i think that's one reason why it's hard for especially hard for women to um not be to not let the fear of other people judging you um 
affect us or affect the way that we um, think about ourselves. Um, and another reason I think is because women are really psychic. And I think that women have a natural kind of ability to tune into what other people feel um, and what other people think about us. So I have a really good radar. I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but I have a really good radar of sensing what other people feel about me. And it's almost like a blessing and a curse because sometimes I'm like, I don't even want to know. Like, why do I have to have these antennas that immediately tell me when somebody is judging me and I can even like tell how they're judging me specifically, what they're thinking, I just know. And it's it, it's weird because I can't tell you how I know, I just know because I feel it. And to some people that sounds, you know, incomp- incomprehensible, what's the word? Like they can't understand how that works or they don't believe that that works, but it is a real thing. Um, I think we have a a very strong ability to feel the energy around us. Um, and not, you know, every everyone's different. Like I'm not saying every every um, every woman has that and and men don't have it. Like there's men that have really strong intuition. There's women that have, you know, lesser abilities and then of course like it's not it's not um connected to the gender as much as the um elemental and en- the energies within us so everyone has the feminine and masculine energy and i think that the intuition is connected to our feminine energy so anybody who has a more pronounced feminine energy i think has a stronger sense of intuition but it's it's a blessing and a curse at the same time to to know when people are judging you and to know when people are intimidated by you or triggered by you. Um, it's like sometimes I don't want to know because it's it makes me feel insecure or it makes me question myself. But I think, again, I've learned or I've, I've been on this journey of of trying to learn that me triggering others does not have anything to do with my worth. If I'm triggering you, if I'm triggering someone, it has to do with them and how they feel about themselves because we're always a mirror to each other. Same same goes for me. If I feel triggered by someone, Um, If I feel, for example, jealousy um, or negativity when I I look at somebody, it's because there's something in me that I haven't dealt with and this other person is just holding a mirror and, and showing me what I dislike within myself. Um... And that's such a crucial part. That's such a crucial piece of knowledge that really helps you to set more energetic boundaries because you have to keep telling yourself, this is not my shit, this is your shit. Um, And I may have brought it up for you, but that doesn't mean that I have the responsibility to help you feel better, to help you deal with it. Only you can deal with your own shit. And if you're not willing to face your shit, nobody else can help you. Um, that's a harsh truth, but it's true. Even even the closest person in your life, even your partner, your lover, can't help you face your own demons. Only you can. It's such a personal, intimate thing that you have to go through by yourself. And... The more I 
went through this with myself, the more I understand that I really can't help anybody go on that journey. Um, me triggering them might incur- might give them like the, the first little kind of awareness of it if this person is um, a conscious, mindful person, but if they're not necessarily in a mindful state, it will just piss them off and they'll just feel triggered and they'll just feel negativity and just brush it away or shove it down. You know what I mean? Um, And that's not in our control. We can only control how we deal with our negativity when it's when it comes up when we feel triggered um and i definitely have been going through a negative period myself recently the people that um you know see me or are around me they have probably noticed this i've been i've been dealing with chaotic thoughts um anxiety a lot of anxiety um that is triggered by outside circumstances but also probably most likely connected to things that are going on within me um again our journey is never and like never ending (laughs) um but i think and i have days where i'm better at calming my thoughts and and coming back to these ultimate truths that I know to be true that I've been speaking about you know like the fact that I deserve to be loved unconditionally um, just for being that I don't have to prove myself to anyone um, and things like that but some days it's really fucking hard and some days I, I can't believe it and I can't make myself believe these things um, because I just am going through it and that's okay I think knowing that these days pass is part of it and allowing myself to to go through it but not hold on to it because I know that those are illusions all of the whatever thought I have that is not based on this truth of love whatever thought i have that is kind of that goes against that and that is based on a certain fear i know that that's not true i know that that's an illusion but sometimes i have to go through go through that you know um it's part of being human again okay so i've i've talked a a lot about this now (laughs) Um, but I also wanted to answer, answer a couple of questions that I've gotten, um, to get more into the topic of stripping, which, you know, that's what this podcast is about. I know I don't talk about it that often yet. Um, but I just feel like, I just feel like these topics of self-worth and confidence are so, it's like the deeper underlying things that are so related to my job and I just think it's really important to talk about it. Um, but okay, so first question. Um, what do you find most difficult and most rewarding about being a sex worker? That's a great question. Um, most difficult to me is definitely... Whew, the energetic work that I have to do at at my job. I think people don't realize that stripping is not just a superficial kind of physical work of shaking your ass and doing lap dances and dancing sexy on stage. It's also a very draining energetic work that we're doing because we give our attention to a massive amount of random different strangers and um, a lot of these strangers are people that are really insecure and that really have issues and that don't don't treat us in a 
respectful loving way and we have to deal with that we have to still make them feel like like we are interested in them or we have to still make them feel like um like we have to still show express um in like attention show attention and express interest um and of course i think it's important to pick your battles like sometimes i talk to i walk up to somebody and i talk to them and i just immediately feel this like yucky like ugh, like you're just you're just trying to put me down right now and i'm just like nope sometimes i really i'm like no not today not you not this time can't do it sorry and i'm just and i just leave and 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 um you gotta conserve your energy sometimes like that like it's not not all people are worth the money that they're gonna pay you um because some people are really fucking assholes and i'm sorry but i can't i can't always um i can't always accommodate that i can't always accommodate your asshole behavior <laughs> um oh my gosh my leg is falling asleep because my cat is sleeping on me and i can't move but my leg is really falling asleep hold on so that's definitely the most difficult part i would say is the the energy like how draining it is for my emotional energy sometimes um because i'm talking to people that let's be honest i would never ever talk to you in my regular life like ever if it wasn't for my work and if you weren't paying me i would not talk to you <laughs> and that's the thing that some guys don't understand it's like when they talk to me and they don't pay me at all and they because they don't see this as a job and they're like why would I pay you? You're just sitting and talking to me. Or they're, or they're like, I bought you a drink, so why should I pay you? It's like, you don't understand. I would never talk to you. And I would never tolerate your asshole behavior if it wasn't for this job. Um, and yeah, like my coworker the other day was crying because she was sitting with this guy who who was really rich like he had a lot of money um and he was spending it on all kinds of other things like bottles and vip section and, and things like that and drinks and she was sitting with him and he um he was leading her on like saying like that he would get a really long vip with her and things like that and then ended up not paying her at all after almost three hours left didn't give her even a tip didn't even give her a single tip for sitting with her with him and i understand like that's really draining and that's really frustrating especially coming from a man who clearly has wealth um to take up our time and attention and not pay us um knowing damn well that that's why we're here and that that's our job it's just it feels violating it feels disrespectful and it's hard it's rough and i think that if you are one of those men that don't see stripping as a job and you don't understand why we should get paid please don't come to a strip club please don't seek out our services just go to a regular bar and talk to regular women if you want to talk to women but don't come to a strip club wanting to talk to us wanting our attention but not wanting to pay us at all not being willing to give us a single dollar it just it's annoying okay nobody's forcing you to be here if you don't believe in stripper like if you don't believe stripping is a job if you don't want to pay us then just don't come you know what i mean okay um the most rewarding part about being a sex worker um mm, multiple things i would say the most rewarding part for me is definitely 
the flexibility of making my own schedule, um, being my own boss, um, making money doing, um, making money expressing myself is really rewarding to me. I feel like I'm actually making money doing something that I love, which is dancing on stage. Um, and even to a certain extent, like the I enjoy lap dances. If if the people are respectful, cool people, like I enjoy it. I, it's fun. I like dancing sexy. Um, and it's much more rewarding to me than standing in a fucking Starbucks and selling coffee or, you know what I mean, working in retail. Like that is really soul-sucking for me. And being able to earn my money um, with dance and self-expression is much more rewarding to me and then of course the money very rewarding the financial freedom um yeah i i would not be able to do it it has opened up so many doors for me just for the sake of financial reasons um i would not be able to have done many things like move to LA and, and, and work here and, and pursue acting and live this far away from home and, and, and get by and like all these things with that if it wasn't for dancing. And so that's probably like the most rewarding part is that it's allowing me to pursue my actual dreams and I think everyone should use this job that way. I think stripping should be a gateway for you to pursue something that you actually want to do. I don't think that stripping is a career that you that is fulfilling to get old to grow old in. Um, I'm not judging if some if there is someone out there who is fulfilled by that and who wants to and who who wants to grow old doing that. Um, and that's fulfilling to you. I'm not judging that at all. But I just haven't met anyone. Like all the older women I've met that um, are still strippers. They either are working towards something else. Or they're doing it just part time. Um, as a fun little way to make extra money. Um, but the few women I met that still do it full-time in their 40s or above like yeah in their in their 40s um they don't they don't seem fulfilled um with it and and they seem this one woman that I met that is still a dancer in her 40s and she looks amazing she looks so much younger and and it's a result of so much work that she put in um but it she she definitely seems like it's it's stressful and she she has expressed that um she has said that many times it's very stressful to try and keep up and trying to stay young um and try to you know you are fighting against a natural Aging is such a natural part of of life, you know, and having to fight against that and having to succumb to beauty standards. And I don't think that it's um it's something that you want to do forever. So uh, yeah, I definitely think that it should be a um a stepping stool for people. Um, so next question. Thank you for that question. That's a really good question. Um, next one. If you could start all over again, is there anything you would do differently? Ooh, another very juicy question. Um, so I personally don't believe in going back in time and changing things or having regrets because I do believe that everything that we do, every choice we make leads us to where we are now and was meant to happen that way. I'm a little bit, when it comes to that, I'm a little bit 
I don't know what the word is, but I definitely believe in like a faded aspect of how life evolves. I do believe that everything happens for a reason and we make that every choice we make and every experience we go through is was meant to happen for a reason. But however, <laughs> if I could start all over again, like I'm going to, you know, actually answer this question <laughs> um there's definitely things that i would like to tell myself that i would like to be able to tell myself um when i was when i was a baby stripper some advice that i wish i could give myself um and mainly it's know your worth and demand nothing less than what you deserve and stick to your boundaries um because your boundaries are everything so i've never really um i've never really done anything that i regretted or anything crazy but there's definitely moments that people have stepped over my boundaries and i've i didn't feel strong enough i didn't feel confident enough to really stop them and enforce it the first time that they did it you know so say they tried to touch me in inappropriate places i would like push their hand away and and um but not end the dance or not like clearly state if you do this again i'm out um versus now if something like this happens i tell them one time i tell them don't do this if you do it again i'm walking out and if they try it again i really walk out and that's the end of that whereas uh, before i've definitely done private rooms where i ended up walking out and being like god damn it i should have ended this like why did i put myself through why did i put myself through this like this person was just so disrespectful um and cheap that's the thing like always the the men that are so disrespectful in private dances and try to touch you and try to do the most they're always the cheapest i'm sorry but that's true <laughs> they're always they don't even tip you so why put yourself through all of that if you don't feel comfortable so that's one big thing and then also like knowing knowing your worth and knowing how to demand it and knowing that i think a big part of this this is good baby stripper advice is just know that when you meet a wealthy person and you will <laughs> when you meet a wealthy guy at the club they have a very different relation to money um someone told me that told this advice to me when i started out and it was really great advice and it was hard to believe in at first but now i know it's true <laughs> $100 to a a truly wealthy man is one adult dollar um they see money so differently and $100 to them is not a lot of money at all and um you know there's a certain kind of rich men that are still extremely stingy and those are actually my worst fucking uh my least favorite customers you know the guys that like clearly have a shit ton of money like they work in finance or or whatever it may be they have a lot of money and they like to show it but they don't like to spend it um yeah it's just so like unappealing to me it's like if you if you are not generous with your money why are you coming to a strip club um but there are like my favorite kind of course are you know men that are wealthy and generous and don't mind spending their money don't mind um don't want anything crazy in exchange you know what i mean that just respect your time respect your um presence and your energy and pay you well for it Mwah. kisses and uh, and uh love out there 
sending love out there to those guys um, that do that, that are respectful and pay us because y'all are kings. Um, but yeah, if I had known, if I had known the truth of that and how how little a hundred dollars means to these people then i could have demanded much more money from the get-go you know but again this is not something that i would like that i'm dying to change or regretting it's just part of the journey you know you learn you really get to learn what money means to these rich people and like how crazy of a wealth gap there really is and how un i mean yeah it's it's incredibly unfair um how privileged these people are and how vastly of a different relationship they have to, to money but yeah i think the, those are a few things that you know at least i would like to have known um back then but also these things you can only know through experience so you know life is the best teacher um and i've learned them by 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 experiencing these things um so yeah these are two questions i'm kind of running out of time but i would love more questions if you have any questions about again stripping um sex work the industry strip club industry um confidence self-esteem anything like that um let me know reach out to me i'd love to hear and i'll answer some more questions in the next episode also if you want to suggest a topic that i should talk about let me know i really hope this is helpful insightful inspiring whatever it may be to anyone out there um i do keep getting messages from mainly my friends but you know i, I keep getting messages that they enjoy listening to these and that means so much to me you know even if it's one person like it that's that's everything to me you know um because it means that you know there is some exchange happening here and I, and my voice is not just echoing in into vast silence <laughs> um so thank you for listening to my thoughts and um yeah i'll talk to you next time bye